Hey everybody, welcome back to Health Yes, where we discuss all things important in public health. I'm your host, Andrea Gomez from Cameron County Public Health. January is Cervical Cancer Awareness Month, so with me are two amazing ladies that I would say are my go-tos when I have any questions regarding any clinical service matter. So I'd like to say hi to Julieta and Cheyenne, and I'll let them uh, tell us a little bit about themselves. Hi, I'm Cheyenne Moreda. I am the clinical services health educator here at CCPH. Um, I have been the health educator for about seven months, um, and I am currently a master's of public health. I am a graduate, um, and I also have previous experience as a health educator in human sexuality. Wow. What about you, Julie? Hello, my name is Julieta Quesada. I am the immunization coordinator for the Cameron County Public Health. I coordinate most of the program relating to vaccines, such as the TVFC, which stands for Texas Vaccines for Children. Uh, I One of my other duties is to oversee the program for the immunization rates within our county, which is called the registry called IMTRAC, IMTRAC 2. Uh, I started this position back in 2021, right after COVID, well, second wave of COVID, right? Um, I'm getting... Uh, more training as we go along with Cheyenne. I'm very happy to work with her. And uh, our future year is gonna cover more details about the clinical services part in the immunization program because there are more f there's more funding coming, right? Hopefully. So it's like ever growing. It's, it is growing more and more. That is so awesome yeah. to hear. See, that is why you're my mm -hmm. go-tos with any question that I might have. With that set, your department deals a lot with providing clinical services to the community as a part of the public health department. Uh, with this comes, and I know this, handling, dealing with many types of vaccines and the diseases that they prevent. So as a department, we are here to provide resources, right? Um, education, Correct. preventive yes. uh, me uh, measures against diseases, and we dispel wrong information, and this is exactly why we're having this conversation about cervical cancer awareness. So as a public health department, what can we do for our community? I believe the first part is offer the most important is of the program, which is the vaccines. That is uh, such a preventive uh, measure uh, to get targeted, to get those uh, children targeted and uh, detect only what can be prevented. So it's also in the knowing, right? In the, the knowing, knowing of, of the yes. disease, what cervical cancer really is, to know the prevention of any disease that we might deal with, right? Correct. Uh, as we were reading more, right, like this past hour, we were reading more facts and more updates on CDC web on the CDC website and the ACIP, right. mm -hmm. and we learn a couple more facts about HPV. You're actually. always learning. Yes, there's never like Correct. a dull, a dull moment or an end to to learning because there's always something new or new research, um, new information on the disease or infection. So there's always something new to learn and grow from. Right. So let's do a little breakdown. Cervical cancer. What what is it? What does it mean? Um, so first, especially if we're trying to really thoroughly educate and bring awareness, we have to understand cancer because I know it's a term that's thrown around and we understand like, okay, breast cancer, 
um, lung cancer, so on and so forth. So first, understanding the word cancer. Let's kind of picture it like this, okay? So our bodies produce cells um, that are healthy, right, inside mm -hmm. our bodies. And they'll divide at a controlled rate. We're, we're controlled. Mm -hmm. um, but And when our bodies notice that um, a certain cell is missing something or it has too much of something, they'll kind of look at it and be like, uh, we don't need you. So we'll get rid of that and produce a healthy cell. And so that's normal replication. Mm -hmm. What is what we call replication? But with cancer, this is when our body does not notice that abnormal cell creation. And that cell kind of slips through the cracks and now it's starting to replicate more abnormal cells and therefore they start to grow at a rapid uncontrolled rate. So there are more cancer cells than healthy cells. And this is what ends up becoming cancer. So with cervical cancer, this abnormal cell replication process is happening in the cervix. Okay, so let's say I don't know where my cervix is. Can we point out sort of in this breakdown really um, what cervical uh, cancer uh, encompasses and where does it happen? Yes, so the cervix is an internal organ, um, and this is an organ that can only be seen by a medical professional, um, especially when they're performing a medical procedure. Um, for example, not only surgery, um, but even when they're performing, and this is very important, a pap test, um, also known as a pap smear, or even the HPV test, because there is a test for HPV. Um, so getting into talking about what can we do for our community, what's important within our community and what can we as a department do, um, is these preventative or utilizing these preventative tools of pap smears, pap tests, as well as the HPV test. So for those that may not know, what is a pap smear and what is HPV? We're so used to speaking in acronyms mm -hmm. that we might forget that not everyone is, you know, don't use our lingo. It's pretty, pretty, pretty usual for us to throw acronyms yeah. around, but let's just say someone doesn't know what a pap smear is. Can we shed some light onto what a pap smear, you know, what happens, what it is, how can we get it? Correct. So the pap smear is a diagnostic exam pre performed by a medical provider, usually, usually a OBGYN or a nurse, nurse practitioner. We do have one here in, our, in the Cameron County Public Health, and it is actually one of the services, like, you ask how can we help our community, we offer that to members that can be eligible to the program for the Title X, right? Uh, most of the time it's free of charge. I believe we're income-based. I'm not sure about that. You might want to verify that with the clinical services director as part of the budgeting part. But I believe most of the part, most of the times it's free. So the pap smear is a detection test uh, where a medical provider gets a, a part of the, it's not a biopsy, but they, they swap the uh, part of the tissue to look for precancerous cells. If they find any precancerous cells, then it jumps to what is called the biopsy. Okay. Right. I have heard and I saw throughout social media a lot of misconceptions about the pap smear that... It is painful that, you know, it kind of like not encouraging you to uh, check yourself because I think also it stems from maybe the embarrassment because it might feel invasive and the whole, you know, that a stranger looking at you in a vulnerable position. Mm -hmm. So uh, do you think there are a lot of misconceptions about pap smear that we can clear up? 
Absolutely. And thank you for bringing that up because that is very important. And I know that can happen among a lot of our community members. Um, so if anyone is, you know, nervous about getting a pap test or a pap smear because of the fear of um, pain, because of the fear of being in an uncomfortable position, um, please do not let that stop you from getting this pap test or pap smear. It is not painful. It is not supposed to be painful. They utilize um, different tools and one of them is kind of similar to a mascara brush. So it's very soft um, and all they're really doing is um, swabbing. Yes, swabbing the cervical tissue. Mm -hmm. So no pain. Um, and these are trusted uh, medical providers who have had medical training um, and they are there for you and they are there to make sure that you feel comfortable um, and that you ultimately receive the treatment that you you deserve um, and confidential Correct. confidentially. Right. And that brings me to my second thing. We talked also about HPV. What is HPV and how is it linked to cervical cancer? Yeah, so first of all, HPV, and I'm sorry we keep talking in these acronyms, <laughs> HPV stands for Human Papilloma Virus. So this is a viral infection um, that uh, ends up having multiple different strains, actually. So we, mm -hmm. we know COVID, right? Just to give an example, um, we know the Omicron strain, we know Delta strain. So there's 200 different types of strains of HPV. Now, not all of them are cancerous. Um, and there's only about a dozen that are. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it's very important, um, as we have been bringing up in regards to getting these preventative measures of vaccines and of these uh, medical diagnostic tests, and not only females, but um, for the vaccines, even within males, because not only are they carriers of HPV, of human papillomavirus, but they themselves can develop cancer as well. Um, so there's a cancer within the penis called pineal cancer, and then there's also cancer within the mouth and throat called esophageal cancer. And this is so interesting to Correct. know because yes. we are stemming from one topic and it leads into so much that men should be aware as well. This is not just a conversation for women, which of course they need to pay attention. We all, we all do, but men too. And so it is so interesting to know how HPV is potentially one of the main causes of cervical cancer. Yeah, it's actually 95% um, the most, uh, the highest cause of cervical cancer. So let's say um, somebody is interested in screening for said HPV or wants to get a pap smear or, you know, it doesn't really know uh, much about cervical cancer and wants to get a screen. How would they go about that? Definitely looking up um, our clinics. We have multiple different clinics here in Cameron County. One of them is here in Harlingen. Another is in San Benito. Uh, we have another in Port Isabel as well as um, Brownsville. Brownsville. Yes. And how it is done is they can actually call the, our department to set up an appointment and look for the fill out the eligibility forms. Uh, after that, they, once it gets uh, approved, then they get... Uh, they get a return call to schedule for an appointment. Uh, we either do the PAP, the, I don't know, I'm not sure if we have the HPV test. I, I don't know if it's part of the, of the testing, the panel. The, the PAP test, it is, but But the HPV vaccine is available. Yes, And what definitely. about, what about dosage for HPV vaccine? Dosage for HPV, it's, it could be a series of two vaccines. If it is a child between the ages of 9 through 14, 
If the kid, if the children is not vaccinated by the age of, age of 15, it, then it jumps to a three series vaccine. Uh, every, the vaccine is one every six months. Mm-hmm. Six and then 12 months. For Six the and then 12 months, yes. correct. Um, and then if you are receiving it 15 years or older, you do have up until 26 years old. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, unless considered through clinical decision-making. So after speaking with your provider, if they decide, hey, after 26, you can still get the vaccine, then um, that will be the determinant of that clinical decision. Um, and one reason why there's a difference in a two-dose versus a three-dose, and something that, like I said, we're always we continuously learning, mm-hmm. um, is because when we receive the vaccine at a younger age, with, there's research that has stated that you develop antibodies, a lot more antibodies, compared to when you receive it at a later age. So that's why there's that extra booster in a way. So it's really like pressing on the preventive mm-hmm. side, the prevention of it all. So let's say... Um, I get the, I get the vaccine. Um, is there at what any, age? Uh, at what, <laughs> what age, age? Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. When do I start? When is it you know appropriate if I'm a mom? When is it appropriate to take my daughter for that or even a pap smear? What is the appropriate age we're talking about? As far as the vaccine, the the important fact is and the aiming is to get that children. Uh, being exposed and create antibodies before it gets exposed to the virus. And when you get that at the, during the pre- puberty years from 9 to 14, that is that is ideal. If it's after 15, then that's where you get the three doses that's an, and, and an additional booster. Because remember, from 9 to 14, that's the best age to create the more antibodies your body can. So we're really, really pushing towards the teen, the teens. The teen years, 9 uh, to 14. 14. Right. Yes, correct. So, um, also, the recommended age to receive a pap test is going to be at 21, 21 years old. Regardless of sexual activity. Yes. 21 is the, 21 the, is right, the, age the right age to start age. getting yes. checked. And it is recommended. Also, we, I think we should uh, let the embarrassment or whatever preconcept uh, notions we have of this, our health is first, because I read that cervical cancer is still number two, the number two cancer worldwide for women that women lose their lives and if with. We can't prevent it if we start getting more active about immunization. We, we were talking, me and Shen, and we looked at each other and I said, I never thought HPV vaccine was that important. So it's really, we need to push the HPV vaccine. vaccine. Anybody listening that has a teenager that is not vaccinated, we highly encourage them to visit our clinics. Correct. Give us a call. You don't need to make an appointment. We accept walk-ins. Definitely. HPV vaccine is extremely important. There might be some misinformation or maybe taboo of not wanting to get themselves checked just because of the area that we're talking about. And it may cause a little bit of embarrassment, but we are here to tell everybody that it's okay to be aware down there very very important well ladies thank you so much for this very very useful information this wraps up our episode on cervical cancer awareness please tune in next week for part two of this very important topic thank you so much Cheyenne thank Thank you you, thank you for having us Andrea no thank you for being here and to everyone listening this is Andrea Gomez until next time